I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. When I was little, the standard practice for Lent was to give up chocolate and sweets. Looking back, we didn't actually have a lot of chocolate and sweets anyway. But there's a lot of truth in that sense that once you know you can't have something, then you miss it all the more. Anyway, we always look forward to Mothering Sunday because my mum always proclaimed it to be a day off Lent, a pause in the journey, where we could give her gifts of chocolate and she would not only eat them, but share them with us. So in honour of mothers everywhere, I'm having a pause in Lent and hopefully my wife might share some chocolate with me. This Sunday completes a year of producing these audio services, online and on CD. Over the past year, the team has produced 52 Sunday services, plus extras for Good Friday and Christmas Day. A total of 1,534 CDs have been produced and delivered. Many hundreds of people have listened online, and we now have a podcast as well. And so, as we reach this important milestone, it feels appropriate to put Lent on pause and consider our wider Christian journey over this past year. Although it's only a year ago, it's hard to recall just how shocking it was to decide to stop meeting for Sunday worship, and then just a few days later the choice was taken from us as we were instructed to lock our churches no longer open even for private prayer. A great big gap opened up in our lives. What would we do? And where was God in all of this? And whilst the sun shone and nature seemed to be reclaiming the earth, we were all afraid. The Bible text that I shared with you then was from Paul's letter to Timothy. And I thought that I'd share it again today. And so I'm reading from 2 Timothy 1, verses 1 to 7. From Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by God's will, sent to proclaim the promised life which we have in union with Jesus Christ. To Timothy, my dear son, may God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy and peace. I give thanks to God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did. I thank him as I remember you always, in my prayers, night and day. I remember your tears, and I want to see you very much, so that I may be filled with joy. I remember the sincere faith you have, the kind of faith that your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice also had. I am sure that you have it also. For this reason, I remind you to keep alive the gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For the spirit that God has given us does not make us fearful. Instead, his spirit fills us with power and love. What I like about this passage is the tone of it. It's full of warmth and full of hope. And you can feel the love, 
the love that Paul and Timothy share, and God's love. I keep saying it, so it won't hurt to say it again, the Christian story is all about relationships. And this year, as we have lived our Christian story, then it has been all about relationships. My task as a minister has been to try to keep us all connected with one another and with God. And my hope is that in keeping us connected, we have all been able to experience God in these difficult times. All of us will have suffered some kind of loss this year. I'm going to name my loss simply to enable you to reflect on yours. More than anything else, I want to be able to sit around a table with friends and share a meal and have a laugh. There's a phrase, isn't there? The simple pleasures in life. Well, this year we've had to go without them. And so we've really come to appreciate just how important these seemingly simple things are. Death and bereavement have touched us all. None of us has escaped this. You know that my dad died and, of course, I miss him. But I've also missed the chance to celebrate his life properly, to honour him. And then the chance to mourn in the usual way. And I am not alone. Not by a long shot. As I write these words, the government website dedicated to keeping count of how many people have died of coronavirus in itself something that has become strangely normal, tells me that 124,501 people have died. And of course that doesn't include people like my dad, who died of something else. People are no longer relaxed. Everyone has an, an underlying current of tension, worry or anxiety, or put it another way, everybody's stressed. We've all had to learn to take a breath and count to ten. To give everyone the benefit of the doubt. To love them. I've also missed what I'm calling my kitchen encounters. You know when there's a meeting or a do at church and you have a few words of chat with someone in the kitchen whilst making the brews or washing up. Of course, these encounters don't all happen in the kitchen. But it's that thing again, about the little things, the simple things, that all add up to how we relate well with one another. So that's some of what I've lost. But to balance that, I have a home and enough food and sufficient money and I've never had to worry about these. And I have a job that does not put me in harm's way. So I count myself lucky. One year gone, and a few months still to go. It's not over yet, and the question remains, how are we to live? And for me, the answer is in that letter that Paul wrote to Timothy all those years ago. For the spirit that God has given us does not make us fearful, Instead, his spirit fills us with power and love.
all of us have choices about how we live, about how we love, about seeking to remain hopeful rather than fearful. So let's keep on keeping on. Let's remain steadfast. Let's fix our minds and hearts resolutely upon God's promises that through all of this and beyond, he is always with us and his love will never fail. The great measure of success, as far as I'm concerned, when talking about a Christian community, is how much the people within it can love one another and then love the world around them. As the minister of four Christian communities, I am so proud to have witnessed how you have done this. I'm so proud to be sharing in your journey, in how you are living the Christian story. Thank you. That's it for now. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.